Hey there, and thanks for joining us for The Weekly Grind, a podcast where we work out the topics that shape and influence the culture, community, and church of today from a biblical perspective. I'm Ben, here with my pastor and good friend Chip. He is the lead pastor, and I'm the worship pastor at the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene. This is The Weekly Grind. Okay, so today we're going to play a little role reversal, and I'm going to kind of open up as the host. How does that make you feel? Weird you out? A little bit. Does that mean I've got to be the the meat of the conversation or what? (laughs) No, this is something that both of us uh, talk about a little bit. I think it's because we're learning this in our own lives, and a lot of times it's easy to discuss, talk about, and work through stuff that's very relevant to you. You know, we live in the fastest-paced culture, society ever. And in relation to our spiritual lives, um, it's really difficult Mm -hmm. to experience what God has for us when we are in the rat race, right? And I think the Word has been so good, and the kingdom mentality is out there. God knew exactly how we were wired and what we needed. And so often I think it's been easy for us to acclimate to our culture Mm, and just get on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And we lose sight of kingdom mentality, kingdom perspective, how God created us to live. And it's in this, this idea of rest. The Old Testament word is Sabbath. I mean, right in the middle of the Ten Commandments, the moral law mm-hmm. of God, what does he say? Remember the yeah. Sabbath day to keep it holy. Yeah. And I think we just wanted to take a few moments today probably out of our own experiences and our own working through, but also thinking that it's a relevant topic to talk about, uh, about rest, right? Yeah, it's something I've been chewing on for the last couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. we've, been, we've been talking here and there in some passing conversations, and I like to think of it as a, uh, so like in the medical field, they call it a practice, right? Right. Because you're constantly learning and growing and, and understanding, and... You know, that was the word that came to mind on the onset of this podcast and, and you you opening is 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 this is a practice. It's something that I'm I'm continually working towards. It's um to make it God honoring, to make it um we're gonna get into the holistic idea of, of what that is and, right. and how it really sets us up for uh longevity in the way that God created created us to to function here on this earth. Man, I think the word longevity and productivity, um, productivity in our, in our culture is work until you, you burn out, right? Yeah. I think God's perspective of productivity is a little different. Mm-hmm. And the way he wired us, who we are, there is something different. And, and I love the fact that I'm just going to throw this illustration out there real fast. You know it's one of my favorite. But the idea of a company like Chick-fil-A who gets mm-hmm. the idea that you don't have to buy into the rat race of seven days a week. Open later, open longer, open earlier. All the time, 24-7, yeah. 24-7. And obviously they have some uh, biblical perspective behind what they do. Yeah. But look at how in six days... They are outproducing companies mm-hmm. that are in this worldly mindset, yeah. kingdom of this world, 
all go, all go, all go, get all you can, when you can, got to go, got to go, got to go, got to consume, got to... And Chick-fil-A says, nah, we're going to take a day off. We feel like it's healthy for uh, our families, for our business, yeah. for productivity and longevity <laughs> so that when I show back up on Monday morning, yeah, yeah. they're incredible. Yeah. I think it's because they've built this rhythm. To me, it's a cool picture that we all relate to of how God wired us, yeah. right? Yeah. In our own lives. Yeah. And the same is true with the tithing principle as well. I mean, I know we're not talking about that today, yeah. but it's it's really cool. And and again, if you're if you're a, a company like that and you're you're closed for an entire day, just to think about the the amount of money that you're losing, but but giving that to God and knowing, wow, he's he's blessing you tenfold for Absolutely for, for man. honoring him and, and and sticking with this principle even as you grow. Yeah. I think both of but, us have talked about this. If we take a detour just for a minute on the giving side, that it's no doubt in our lives oh, that as yeah, we've absolutely. given to God and been willing to say, hey, I'm going to give this to you, take, you know, yeah. understand it's all his anyway. The blessings that come out of that, yeah. it's yeah. tenfold, it's probably a hundredfold. It we don't is. even realize. It is. And so I think this is a cool thing yeah. for us to kind of dig into. Um, obviously, when we read the creation story, mm-hmm. God rests. Yeah. Um, the scriptures show us that God doesn't grow weary or tired. So God doesn't need to rest. I think why he did that is to show us how we need to live. Um, because we are not God. Mm-hmm. Right? The 24 7 model of never shutting down is actually an idol of ourselves. Yeah. And in the rest principle, we admit and acknowledge that we are not God. Yeah. That we can stop and the world can keep going. Yeah. That we can stop and things are going to be there when we get back. Yeah. And like you and I were talking about Psalm 103, the Lord says, remember, he remembers that we are dust. He yeah. remembers our frame. Here today, gone tomorrow. We're fragile. We are. And we need rest. And he models that for us himself, which is crazy. To me, it's kind of like Jesus being baptized. Yeah. Jesus didn't need to be no, baptized. No. He did it as a symbol for us. Like yeah, an example or Yeah. And so, yeah. hey, I'm gonna rest so you understand who you are. Yeah. That you need rest. Well, and to do what the Father does and to see and to to try to be like the Father, um, you know, as Christ says, I mean that's that's why that was the intent of him doing that. Absolutely. And and as we strive to be more like Christ, that you know the Sabbath is is so rest. Having that rest is is so crucial to the longevity and what He wants to do in us and through us in our lives. That we can't do it on our own strength. Absolutely. If we if we can do it on our own strength, then it's not then it's not Him doing it in us That's and right. through us. I think we wanted to make sure that in this conversation, for those of you that your minds are going fifteen different directions, uh, you know, we we want to quickly acknowledge. That the new covenant, the idea of, of we have entered into his rest, that spiritually um, we operate from a place yeah. of from rest, right? Yeah. yeah. And that he has yeah. given us a place of rest all the time. Yeah. But how do we then practice and put our lives in a position mm-hmm. 
where we are tapping into the rest he's given us. We are accessing that. We're leading from that. And I would say rest leads to reliance, right? You're relying upon him. It's not saying that we rest once all of our work is done, but it's acknowledging that there's still work on the table. There's still work to be done, but I'm going to honor God in this, knowing that he is going to go before me. That's right. And, and, you know, set us up to I'm to dependent. Thrive. I, it's an act of dependence. Yeah. That I actually believe I'm his child. He has my life. Yeah. He's going to take care of me, and I can rest. And, and so, yes, spiritually, we have entered a state of rest, as Hebrews would talk about, yeah. right? But the practices of the Sabbath, and Jesus was very clear, the Sabbath was made for man. Right. Not man yeah, for the 12. Sabbath. Yes. Right? It's yeah. not like God just creating another hoop. Yeah. I just want you to jump through this yeah. and see how committed and devoted. Do this work for me, to... and then, yeah, you got to take a day off also. Yeah. So he no. made it for us because of the way we're wired. But we've talked about this. We're holistic, mm-hmm. right? Our physical and our spiritual and our emotional are all together. Yeah. I was told in college, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can ever do is take a nap. Seriously, yeah. like, because when your physical is worn down and tired, it affects your spiritual. Yeah, don't believe it. Try to go two days without sleeping. <laughs> See what happens. You don't feel God Do anywhere. You, you know, you can't read the <laughs> you word. You can't no. pray, you know? No. And you act frustrated and you violate so yeah. many things in the word, right? You don't right. live as Christ because yeah. you're tired. I would maybe argue, yeah, the the key to honoring the rest of the Ten Commandments might be beginning with... Uh, Rest. Honoring the Sabbath, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think there's a point to that where it's true that, okay, this is the fourth commandment, mm-hmm. the six that are going to follow, because, yeah, you don't rest for seven <laughs> no, days. You might be tempted to kill somebody, yeah, yeah, right? Was, yeah, That's yeah. a joke, but... Yeah. Um, it's just, but, it, but it goes back to emphasize just how, the importance of something that is important but not necessarily urgent or right in front of our face in resting. Maybe we're not tired. Maybe we're not, but all the more reason to rest, to honor God. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's really you good. You know, it's like your spiritual life when, you know, you, I mean, I, I know, I know that the times I've been closest with God are the times where I just feel like that's all that I have left. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to, to honor him and to remember to, um, and the discipline of being devoted to him daily when things are going great, when I've got a lot of energy and everything's, going well for me, that's right. but that's when it's so important to honor this. Same with, same with rest. Even when we're not utterly exhausted um, to, to honor that. Yeah, and again, back to the holistic nature, you know, that when we, okay, so physically we need to be in a good place mm-hmm. for the spiritual aspect, and then the spiritual aspect, if I'm living with anxieties, fears. Yeah. It causes me to do what? Stress out. What does stress do to the body? Yeah, wears it down. Big time. The spiritual absolutely diminishes the physical. Mm-hmm. And so there is this play of both coming into play. And we just want to remind you and and talk about a little bit the practices, yeah, that help us to draw from living in a position of rest. You know, I think we were, we were talking about this a little bit ago. 
our athletes understand this. Mm-hmm. Like they get that you go hard and train, but it also a necessary component is rest. The best athlete is not the guy who says, for six days, I'm just going to go, or seven days, I'm going to go full bore. Like, they know their body can't handle that. They're not made that. We're not wired that way. It's go six days and then recover, or five days, whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's it's a general principle. And people that are doing that understand that principle extremely well. Right. And And they're the most productive people. And they are. Right. I mean, they get it. They're the best... And they can keep doing what they're supposed to do for a longer time in a more effective way. I think that's all we're trying to remind us of, that in this rat race of the kingdoms of this world, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven recognizes that we are a people that are fragile, need to rest, have been granted rest, and need to live out of that. And I think for us, it's like a challenge. Ben and I struggle with this at times, wrestle in our own lives. But a challenge is, are you accessing the rest God has for you? Are you putting practices into play where you're honoring Him by resting before Him? Yeah. And and it's, I mean, the excuses are as long as, as whatever. I mean, it's it's crazy the amount of excuses. But again, we all have the... That's exactly what we're saying, right. is there's always things to be done. You've got four kids right. and and a wife and obligations and a goofy schedule, yep. and it's really easy to say, well, I'm too important to rest, or I'm, and maybe you don't think that way, but the idea that you're too busy or you're yep. too, <clears throat> and um, this is a physical reality, and it's a spiritual reality Absolutely, that we need to have... Uh, habitual rest in our lives, a rhythm of rest in our lives yep. um, regularly, weekly for us. So so we, I mean, I I was kind of doing some studying and some reading and kind of found some some maybe some uh, helpful tips. Yeah. And I don't know if you want me to kind of share yeah. a couple of them today. Go at it, man. Um, first off, sleep. That's something that I'm actively, I mean, we've... We hear we hear medical science constantly saying there it's there's no such thing as as making up um, or catching up on sleep. There's no mm. such thing as catch up sleep. Once you lose it, you lose it. And so I think the key to healthy rhythm and rest in our lives is is getting the good six to eight hours of sleep every night. We all have twenty four hours in a day, and we're all trying to be productive. Yeah. You're not a hero. You're not you know for for sleeping three hours or four hours or whatever. Yeah. Um, so sleep, I mean, it's, it's as basic as that. And I think, uh, again, if you build that rhythm in your life, you, more times than not, you're not going to be at a place where you're thinking catch up. Yeah. And that's not even doable. Mm-hmm. And then, then you are compromised in so many areas, not just your health, yeah, but your spiritual life. Yeah. Your ability to love at a high capacity. I know when I don't get sleep, man. I get a little irritable. I don't see, you know, so yeah, sleep, <laughs> honestly, yeah. one of the best things you can do spiritually yeah, is to have a regular solid sleep patterns. Yeah. Yep. Number two, um, I wanted to say drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> do what you enjoy. Do the things that you enjoy, the hobbies that you... 
Can I can I make a, Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I thought about that because my wife, if I I mean she knows it. If I if I'm not in rhythm, <laughs> let me let me just say let me just ask you. You're the coffee connoisseur, right? You you are legit yeah. into that world, um, and you've brought me into that world. I actually drink it now, yeah. but um, do you think that maybe the explosion uh, in the coffee industry is in some way correlated to our rat race? Of production, of never stopping, of going. Well, I mean, look to. I mean, look where. Uh, so, instant coffee that was developed in World War One or two, to send our troops to give okay. them to give. So, so I didn't know that. So that's one of the things. It's like you yeah. know, and now it's this is an essential part of. I can't get my day how many going. millions yeah. of Americans' days, <laughs> and 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 then it you know seeps into the night, and you need yeah. to, you need coffee to keep you going. But so yeah, and we're that, not and that's dinging the coffee industry. No, obviously, no. it's a great that's, thing. Yeah, enhancement to life. But when you start it to is. live on coffee, yeah. yeah, to make it, that becomes yeah. You're not your body's not getting that's what's what they sustaining need. you. Yeah, and then obviously your spiritual is gonna gonna fall. Yeah, it's gonna suffer. Yep. But no, uh, so next the next point was do what you enjoy. In the in this, and what I mean by that is, we live in such a production based um, society culture mm-hmm. that it may seem counterproductive to do something we might we might the world may see as menial. Um, and I'm trying to think of a, a good illustration because you can argue exercise and that I mean that that sets you up and but you know take golf for example mm-hmm. that's a very that's a leisure sport but. Um, having that as an outlet, doing something that you enjoy, just the, the fresh air, the opportunity mm-hmm. to just, to just be out there. Maybe it's being with a friend, uh, whatever that is. I mean, that's, that is very important. Let me just share from my own life just a little bit. Okay. Like I felt like, um, on my day off, which my, my Sabbath is not Sunday, right? So I, and you are the same. We have to have a day off. I felt like, I was not supposed to do anything that was considered productive before noon. Hmm. For me, mowing the yard is productive. I get into that mentality of checklist, yeah. checklist, checklist. Yeah. And so I just felt like the Lord wanted me to rest, like do nothing productive, be absolutely worthless in a sense, sleep longer, you know, do something that's just maybe even a little bit mindless. Mm-hmm. but just let yourself go. And I felt like he was pressing in my heart that I want you to get this idea that you're walking away from always trying to be productive. And then, you know, one o'clock, I'm like, I'm out there mowing my yard and yeah. working around the house and and hitting my lists, Yeah, right? Um, Not killing yourself, but also yeah. feeling like you, yeah. feeling satisfied for the day. Right. And, and in that, I know it's not really work, work, but it is work. I just needed to, I felt like for me personally, that was like his thing is like, I don't want you to do anything before noon that's knocking off a checklist. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to be productive. You need to cease mm-hmm. and you need to restore and you need to consider me and you need to, all those things, which hopefully I'm considering it every day, yeah. but um, I think there's something to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, and I've shared one of my big hobbies is is 
gardening and landscaping. And I think one of the reasons that is is because um, I, in ministry, you don't always see the fruit of your labor. Oh, absolutely. And so for me... Very rarely. Right. And so so for me, yeah. it, was, it was so satisfying being able to to work in a work in a flower bed or or do something where I can so I love getting up in the morning yeah. and getting that cup of coffee and morning is my golden time I I love that and so it's it's throwing in a podcast and these these podcasts I might listen to podcasts all day and they're a mix of sports and sermons mm-hmm. from other pastors that I follow sure. and and it's so again it's it's a it's some some just mindless um, ear candy, I guess. I don't know. And yeah. just thoughts. And, and, but then also it's, it's, it's filling, it's filling because, because I've got pastors that I admire and I like to, um, just hear the way that they, um, um, preach the word. And so, sure. so that for me is, is, uh, is a uh, really, really beneficial, but it's doing something that you enjoy. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a important point. Um, another point is, um, Rest before you get tired. I think we we might have talked about that. Um, and and really, the idea is you don't you don't rest once you're exhausted, once you're all spent. But it's honoring God in in the rhythm of rest mm-hmm. that keeps you at that level, staying at a high level, sustainability a level. Yeah, That's right. yeah. And, uh, having a rhythm to your rest. Um, when you're resting, rest. But then also uh, another op another point was. Uh, resting from social media and other electronics. Mm-hmm. And because, again, we lived in a society where we're always plugged in, right? Yeah. And um, so that's twofold, uh, the need to to check emails constantly or to constantly be on, to constantly be available. Yeah. And um, I know some of, you know, going back to the Jewish culture, um, I've heard I've heard men and professors and and uh, and rabbis talk about. I was listening to a podcast of a rabbi sharing um, uh, with a successful businessman just his rhythm of rest, and it was it was unplugging. And this guy lives in New York, and um, and rabbi was talking to him and and sharing about uh, just the time that that he started to understand the need to. Um, the need for for rest and unplugging in his life, and so he started with one hour, one hour a week. He would turn off his email and his computer and and disconnect. He says it was excruciating for him, but over the course of a couple months, it turned into a half a day. Mm-hmm. And and through that, um, through that, he started to see success in other areas, and then it turned into an entire twenty four hours, where Friday night to Saturday evening for him was. Um, was totally disconnecting from social media, from electronics, and just finding that, um, um, just that that rest in that time. Even too, like from news cycles, yeah, like not thinking about what's yeah. going on in the world, totally getting quiet, yeah. To and I don't yeah. want to spiritualize everything because again, like, but but this biblical principle of rest and Sabbath is so true in the physical. Absolutely. Where where you already mentioned it with the um, the cross CrossFit mm-hmm. uh, champion, you know he understanding the need for rest with his own body, mm-hmm. and so it's very physical, but it's extremely uh, spiritual. It's tied in, man. And 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 it's that it's that holistic going into that to rest holistically. So, I think for us, we would love for you 
to stop as you listen to this podcast mm -hmm. and just look at your own life and say, am I resting? Have I built a pattern, a practice in my life of rest? And if I can interject one more idea is um, for those of us with children, you mm -hmm. just said building a practice of rest in our lives. You've got eyes on you constantly. So more than the things that you say, it's the, it's the things that you do and the things that you model to your kids. Yep. And so what is it that you want for your kids in the way that you want them to, to live their lives? And what are you modeling for them? Absolutely. And this is an extremely important principle and practice in our lives, I think, that we should model. The children of Israel and all the nations around them were the one that stopped for a 24-hour period. And they modeled something that I'm sure the other nations thought, what are they doing? I think there's a core principle involved still today for the people of God and the kingdom of God, where we stop to worship, to rest, to depend on our Creator in a tangible way, where we just recover, recuperate. We, we honor Him and allow our minds to consider Him in a, a deeper way. And we recognize that we are not gods. We are fallible, we're fragile, and we need Him. And living that way. And what's cool is I think that when the kingdom of God, the people of God do this, what He does through our lives outpaces the productivity, the quality of life yeah. of the people around us. Want quality of life? You have to build in the spiritual principle of rest. 